Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, this is the Cricket Badger podcast. Each badger marks the track with its own scent. His black legs are short but very powerful for digging. The name badger probably comes from the French word bécher, meaning digger. Hello everybody, welcome along. Cricket Badger Podcast, IPL 2022. And uh, well, if you're like me, you've been right royally entertained over the last two days. The IPL Mega Auction in action. We've seen so many players up for grabs. Some unsold, some been bought, some been bought for huge sums of money and some people been ignored completely. Um, first of all, before we go on and before I bring in my fan badges, um, a big shout out to Hugh, the auctioneer, who was um, taken unwell on day one, fell off the stage, and everybody was massively concerned. So, Hugh Edsmeads, if you're watching this, I hope you're well, and I hope you bounce back very quickly indeed, because you gave us, I'm sure you gave yourself a fright, but you gave us a fright as well. So, hopefully, back to full speed very soon indeed. Rito and Claire are with me at the moment. We might be joined by Anand as well in a few seconds' time. Um, Rito, let's start with you. Um, it's quite an occasion, the IPL auction, isn't it? It's always interesting. And when it's a mega one like this, and the, and each of the 10 now franchises are almost starting from scratch. Obviously, they were able to retain three players each, but you know, and they've bought a few back in that they had already. But there are very, very new-look franchises, and it's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's very interesting. Although, after two such long days, you feel a bit tired as a... Uh... A supporter keeping track of all the updates coming in, but there are two new franchises coming in this time: Lucknow Super Giants and Gujarat Titans. There's a lot of excitement going on, and I'm very happy about the picks that my side KKR have made in the past two days. Yeah, I was going to say when I introduced you, um, we've got the Punjab Kings Queen in front of us, um, Claire, who will be rooting for them as we go through IPL 2022. Rito puts the R in KKR. He's the Kolkata Knight Riders fan. Um, and Claire, Punjab Kings, um, are, you, are you happy with what you've seen? Yeah, I am actually. Um, really happy. I mean, uh, the, there's one uh, slight deviation I'm going to have to make from my normal um, standpoint. Which I know is, what you're going to say. Except a lanky. Um, but um, obviously, over the moon with Johnny Bairstow. That was a great pick. I thought... Um, and uh, but yeah, uh, welcome aboard, Liam Livingston. You're the uh, you're the uh, exception to my rule. So there yeah. you go. 
You make an um, exception for for Liam. I mean, Liam went for big money, didn't he? I mean, he's obviously a superstar, isn't he? When he when he is in full flow in a T twenty, he can hit the ball as hard and as far as anybody. We all remember that six over the uh, the new standard heading league, yeah. which is still going. I think I don't think they've actually got that ball back yet. Um, and yeah, you can understand why a franchise like Punjab Kings would want to spend the big bucks on him. Yeah, I can. I mean, it, not that I want to curse anything. It does feel a bit like when they went crazy after Glenn Maxwell um, a couple of seasons ago. And You've not forgiven him yet, yeah, So, um, yeah, obviously hoping it doesn't work out like that. Um, but um, I think that's just kind of what Punjab needed right in the middle order and a bit of an old rounder. And um, hopefully he'll work his magic. Um, it's, it's it's amazing how a few minutes in a room full of people with lots of money to spend can change somebody's life, can't it? I mean, I'm sure Liam wasn't looking at hunting around for coppers to pay the gas bill because um, he's done okay. He's playing for England. He's he's got a successful career anyway. But the fact that he's gone for over a million pounds in this auction that is life changing. That is, I mean, it's not even slightly life changing. That is sets him up forever, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. And I mean, I guess the thing is, like, whether he performs or not, it sets him up forever. And it's his opportunity to make his name on the big stage, kind of, the, the biggest stage. Um, and I guess in some ways that's what the IPL is about for players, isn't it? It's, you know, that the ultimate break. Because, um, like you say, he's played successfully for, you know, for, for Lancashire, for one of those hundred teams um, for England, you know, and he's playing um, in the PSL. So, yeah, um, but this, that is like, wow. Um, like you said, truly life-changing money, isn't it? Well, let's let's try and score these teams as we go through. Punjab Kings, we'll start with them because we're talking about them already. Um, Mayank Arguel and Ashdeep Singh were the two retained players, two very good players. I'm sure you're happy to see them retained. But some of the, the star names that have been brought in um, through the auction, Shikha Darwin's in there. You've got Kahisa Rabada, Johnny Bairstow, you've mentioned Rahul Chahar, really good spinner. Um, going through the list, Liam Livingston, we've talked about him. Odin Smith. Odin Smith Indian. was a good one, yeah. Yeah, he's he's got a star quality, hasn't he? So there's there's a number in there. Nathan Ellis as well. Benny Howell, um, the Englishman, is in Benny there on. too. Um, in terms of uh, a score out of 10 for your satisfaction or your, your delight with Punjab Kings, where would you put them? Um, I'd put them really highly, actually. Um, I'm, I'll go for 9.5, notwithstanding the Lancashire. Rito, let's bring you in for a bit of a counter balance there because Claire's obviously biased. Um, how did you see the Punjab Kings? I'll tell you before you answer what the one thing that really annoyed me with Punjab Kings through the auction was how long they took to bid. They had a conference after every single bid, and you'd think, I mean, we saw Chennai Super Kings, the guy that was holding their paddle, he was like straight in, straight in, straight in, yeah. but, you know, bid straight away. You would think coming into an auction, Rito, that you would have an idea of your sort of top-end bid for a certain player regardless, and it wouldn't take that kind of discussion. Why, why do you need to have a, you know, can you just wait for me, wait for me, we're just still talking? Why, yeah, why is that necessary? Yeah, I thought the Punjab Kings think tank took a bit of advantage of Charu Sharma, who is not a regular auctioneer, as as we all know. Maybe it, if it was the regular Hugh Edmiss in place of Charu Sharma, 
he wouldn't allow them so much of time. But he, to be fair, he was still they were still keeping Hugh um, waiting. Um, yeah, I mean Hugh had these collapse in the middle mm-hmm. of when Hindu Hasaranga going up to into double digits in terms of craw and. Uh, um, I wonder if that played a part in him getting, uh, um, yeah, getting annoyed because Punjab Kings were keeping him waiting. Yeah, you would expect you to be to suffer from hypertension, but it was a case of hypertension. Yeah. For I think he was falling asleep. <laughs> I think he was falling. So I mean, we mentioned, we mentioned <laughs> the names there. Uh, mentioned the names there, Rita. Claire's given them a very biased nine point five. Where would you score them in the, the out of ten market? Yeah, even I think they have had a very good auction, picking up Johnny Best at relatively at a cheap price. Then they went for Liam Livingston. Of course, remember, it's not only about hitting sixes from Liam Livingston. He regularly provides a couple of overs with his off spin, leg spin, whatever he bowls. And he's an excellent fielder. So they have had a very good auction, picking up Shikha Dhawan in the, uh, the, the first pick of yesterday. So... They've had a fairly good auction, I would say, an 8.5. Oh, so good score from you as well. I was going to go with 8 because I like to keep my powder dry. I'm going to give myself some wriggle room to be able to go higher maybe later on. But uh, that's a good score to start off with, with the uh, Punjab Kings. That's 9.5 plus 8.5. What's that? That makes it 18 plus my 8. That gives them 26 out of 30. It's going to complicate things if Anand joins us now because it'll be out of 40. We might have to go back and get his opinion on the uh, Punjab Kings. But good score there, Claire. And how confident are you going into the next cycle with that squad available for you? Um, Are you feeling better about life now than you were maybe with the previous squad? Well, that's it's difficult, isn't it? Because I think they looked strong on paper previously. So, you know, um, it's not about just looking strong. It's about putting the right combination out there on the day and kind of, yeah, how it all comes together, not necessarily what it looks like on paper. Because, like I say, I thought they were pretty strong before, but it didn't really um, work out. So, um <laughs> Yeah, let's I mean, see. They've, they've had some good performances in the past, but then they followed it with a bad performance. Maybe this yeah. this squad might bring you a little bit more consistency. And I'm Beaker's with us. And I'm Beaker. Can you hear me? I certainly can. Really happy to see you guys again. And we just Hi, talked. You're fined, by the way. You're fined for late late appearance, but we'll let you off. Um, we're just talking about the Punjab Kings, the first uh, franchise that we're looking at today, Anand. And um, so far, we're giving them a, a score out of 10 for how successful we think a team's been in the auction so far. So you've joined us at just the right time to not skew our scoring system further down the line. Um, Claire's given them a very biased 9.5 out of 10. Rito, though, was quite happy too. 8.5 from Rito. I've given them an 8. Where are you on the uh, marks out of 10 for Punjab? I'm at a nine. I actually think they've done a decent job with this auction. There are obviously a few things that they need to figure out as they go forward. I mean, one of the things we have seen with this auction is with the addition of 10 teams, you've seen that the talent has gotten spread around a little. So every team has holes, right? But I do think that they have a decent team on board. And I'm curious to see how Liam Livingston is going to go. You know, obviously he supplied his trade. He's shown he's super destructive. He's done really well internationally. Not so in the IPL, right? So with the Rajasthan Royals, I don't think he scored too many runs. So I'm curious to see how well they go there. And also they added Raj Bawa, who I'm pretty interested to see. He's the under-19 player. So curious to see how that goes. Obviously, it'll take a couple of years for him to go. But considering we're looking at the next five years, this is a fairly decent team that they have. Yep. 
I agree. I think we're, we're all thumbs up for the Punjab Kings, which makes Claire smile. And so they get a score out of 40 of 35, which I think is pretty impressive, really, as we move on to our next franchise. Let's go to uh, the Rajasthan Royals as the next one. Um, Anand, by the way, if you've not seen us before, is the Mumbai Indians fans. We'll talk about Mumbai Indians, which is coincidentally my team too. Um, so we'll talk about them a bit further down the line. But Rajasthan Royals, they retain Sanju Sampson, um, Yashashvi, Jayasvel and Joss Butler. Joss Butler giving a little bit of a welcome to uh, um, Ravi Chandran Ashwin on Twitter because they've got a little bit of history, but now playing in the same from the same dressing room. Um, some of the star names that were bought in the auction, Ashwin being one, Trent Bolt's in there, Shimron Hetmeyer is in there, Dovda Padakal, terrific player. I think he's got a huge five years ahead of him, potentially. Prasid Krishna, Yuzvendra Chahal, um, Rian Prayag, uh, Parag went quite cheaply to them, but he's got experience in the IPL too. Um, plenty there to look at. Kuldeep Yadav's in there Trent, as well, Jimmy Nisham. Nathan Coulton, Niall, Rassi van der Dussen, Daryl Mitchell, loads. Trent Bolt, as you say, Trent Claire. Bolt. So um, I think they've done pretty well, Rajasthan Royals. Anand, let's start with you on them. They've always been a team that have had some star players, but maybe not had the strength in depth. But as I just suggested, by reading as many names out there that, 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 as I did, I think they've got a decent side put together there, potentially. I thought they had a really decent side last year as well. So I think, you know, they have a decent side. But as I referred to earlier, it feels like every team has holes. So the question is, who opens? So you got Dave that particle, you got Yasha Suija as well, and you got Josh Butler. Now, there, there's a couple of ways you can go about this. Bring Josh Butler and play him down the, you know, maybe in the middle order in the finishing role. Or give him the most balls that a person can face, which makes more sense to have him as opener. So then what happens between Dave that and Yasha Because both of them... You know, but Dave that he's done really well, but he sort of slows down in that middle middle period. He he can go pretty explosive at the top, but then he slows down. Yashasvi is you know sort of getting his footing as well, so they got some interesting choices to make in there. And then also, I think you know what happens to Rian Parag. I mean, they paid him a decent amount of money. He's got a lot of talent. Can he go and make that number six spot his own? So it, it, interesting choices. But what I do love about their team are Ashwin and Yuzvendra Chahel. I think Chahel was a find of the auction. Well, find is the wrong word, but really the value pick of the auction. Because how much did he go for? I think it was, uh, I'm forgetting the, yeah, 6.5 crore. So I think for a top-notch leg spinner in the IPL, I think they've done really well there. So Arashwin, Chahel, and then you put in Trent Bowl at the top of the order. So I think that works well. The question is who bowls also, who bowls the death overs there? Because it's not Prasid Krishna, who's probably going to operate at the start in the middle, and board gets hit around towards the end. Yeah, going to be interesting. I mean, this is what we've got with these teams at the moment. More questions than answers in in a way, isn't it? It's how they're going to shape up, how they're going to perform when they're all combined. Will they be stronger than the sum of their parts or will they be be worse? Lots to discover when we hit the IPL 22, which makes it even more interesting, isn't it, with the way they're going to shape up as we go through those those early games. How do do you see them, Rita, Rajasthan Royals? Are you impressed with that lineup or have you got your doubts? Yeah, Rajasthan, till the last round, they had only four overseas players. And in the last round, they picked up four overseas players in the matter matter of four minutes. Rassi van der Dursen and the other three, just they got picked in those four minutes. So that was a crazy four minutes from Rajasthan. Other, they, they were lacking some quality overseas players, but now they have got a backbone to that side. Now, Josh Butler, whether he will take up that captaincy role or not, we don't know. Or Sanju Samson will keep 
with it. But Sanju Sansam, we have seen, has not done so well with as a captain of the side. Maybe Josh Butler, now that he England are looking at a different a test match wicketkeeper, that might free him up. So Rajasthan, I think they have done a pretty good job in the last part of that auction. So a 7.5 for me. I mean, I see your score. Yeah, you're going. You're going too early, Claire. Um, just jump back to your team, Punjab Kings. Who's going to be your captain? We didn't. We didn't look at that. Who, who do you think is going to be the uh, the man that leads that team? Well, um, it's got to be between um, Shikhar Darwin and Mayank Agarwal. I would have thought. Yeah. 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 Going to be, that's going to be an interesting thing as well, isn't it? As they announce their captains going forward. I mean, Mayank's been kept um, for a reason, hasn't he? He's going to be yeah, playing. Exactly. So. Um, I mean, him and him and Shikha at the top of the order is a decent uh, option for Punjab Kings going into the next uh, incarnation of the IPL. Um, let's go. Um, your your opinions on Rajasthan Royals Club before we get the scores. You, you, anybody in there that really stands out as impressive? So, well, I mean, for me, so the, there's a lot of people who stand out impressive, but it's trying to pick who you're going to play. You know, like so. Mm. There's loads of big names, but like we're talking, um, Anand was just saying. Who's going to open? Who's going to be, you know, where are they all going to fit in? Because everybody needs to have a role. So for, it just at the moment feels like a lot of good names. Like what I was saying about Punjab Kings before, it was a strong team on paper, but how do they pull together as an actual, you know, playing 11? So that, that's bit... one of the things with these squads as well, because you're only allowed to field four overseas, aren't you? So you can look down the squad list and think, oh, star name, star name, New Zealand, West Indies, whatever. But you can only play four at any time. So it's how that, how the um, coach is going to stack them up in 11 that's going to be... Because sometimes we see franchises leave a player out that you think, I'd play him, but he doesn't quite fit into the way they're going to mould that 11. So it's going to be interesting to see very much so how they pan out. Um, Claire, your score out of 10 for Rajasthan Royals. So, yeah, I, I mean, on star quality alone, I'd probably give them a higher mark. But just on who, I, how I see it coming together, I'm going to go for about an eight. An eight from you for Rajasthan Royals. Rito, what about you? Yeah, 7.5, as I said earlier, James. Seven point, yeah, you might have changed your mind, though, after Claire spoke. She might have influenced you. Um, she influences many people. Anand, what about you for Rajasthan Royals? I think it's a good squad. It's eight. They still got to figure out, you know, who's going to fit. I think three of their overseas spots are taken by Bolt, Hetmeyer, Butler. What happens? Is it Nisham, Mitchell, Colternile? Who takes that that sort of, you know, number seven spot? And so they, they got to figure things out. But I think it's a solid eight. It's a decent squad. I The only thing with um, Jimmy Nisham, Nathan Coulternile, Daryl Mitchell, even Rassi van der Dussen, I don't think they're A-listers in terms of T20. That um, they're good players. Don't get me wrong. And on their day, they can really influence a match. But I'm not sure you'd put them in the top tier of overseas. So, um, although it makes it look quite a good and strong squad, I wouldn't necessarily hang my hat on any of those to win me a match, really. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that settles down. Sorry, what was your score, Anand? Eight, eight, eight for you. James. And I'm going to give I'm going to give them a seven. Rito wants to get back in. He loves doing this to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, one point on Rassi Van der Dusen. I don't know how much you have seen of him, but he has played a lot against India off late and he has impressed a lot of people here in India. So that's a parameter how a player is judged on the how they play against India. So I think he might start in the first 11 for Rajasthan, you know. Okay, Rito's uh, right behind Rassi then. So we go into IPL 2022. 
cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin-safe performance, compact design, advanced engineering, ceramic blade, waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers, revivers, preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com. Get on there now. Let's skip on to the Royal Challenges Bangalore, retaining Virat Kohli, Glenn Maxwell and Mohamed Siraj. And players bought at the auction. They've got Faf in there, Faf de Plessis in there, Harshal Patel's back with them as well, which I think is a good buy. When Endu Hasaranga broke the bank a little bit, Dinesh Kartikati appears in an RCB shirt as well. Um, who else is there? Josh Hazelwood's been picked by them. Finn Allen's in there, Shafane Rutherford, Jason Berendorf's there too. Um, yeah, plenty there. David Willey as well from England um, into the, in from the RCB. Um, Anand, um, RCB, massively frustrating, I guess, for their supporters. They've always had star quality, never really combined it to a squad or an 11 that could go on and win the tournament. Is this the squad that can do that for them? So I think this one's an interesting squad that they put together. I actually thought the squad they had last year really worked out well. And you actually saw them do very well as well. You know, I think Virat gets blamed for a lot of issues with RCB, but I think a lot of it is down to the squad they typically have. Chinnaswamy is a small stadium. And so you need to pick a strong bowling unit to defend out there. And I think they've done okay on that part. I think where they're missing out is what happens to some of their batsmen. Because, you know, where does Virat, first of all, slot in? So one of Virat Kohli at least has his career's progressed. One of the cons of his batting has been how he's attacking spinners, especially in the last couple of years. He has sort of been milking the spinners. He really, and it's not because of lack of intent, because we saw last year he keep trying to tee off and he wasn't doing very well. So I'm curious to see, you know, how his game has evolved. So do you put him and Faf up front or do you have Anujravat who they spend decent money on? I think they spend about three and a half crores on him. If that's the case, do you put Anujravat out there? The second question is, it's a huge punt on Vanindo Hasaranga, isn't it? Because if he fails, they have David Willey to take over. And, that I, you know, David Willey is obviously a swing bowler. What happens to your spinning ranks then? Because they already got Hazelwood, Siraj, Harshad Patel. So they got enough pacers in there. So Hasaranga is going to be the key. He has done well internationally. He has not done well in the one season. I think he's played only one season in IPL. He has obviously not done well. So I'm curious to see how well Hasaranga goes because he can be a little explosive, certainly hit spin better. And obviously, he's a kick-ass bowler. So, uh, this one was weird for me because when I was trying to fill in the squads and think about the starting 11s, this one wasn't as simple as you would think it should be. So, uh, yeah, you know, I think they've done an okay job. I actually thought the day one of auction, great. Day two, not so great. So, I am Rito. Um, looking at that squad, I mean, there's a number of potential captains in there because obviously Virat stood down, hasn't it? And it's going to be interesting to see how Virat Kohli goes without the mm. responsibilities of the captains. He might free him up. And it's a big IPL for Virat, isn't it? Because he's not been in the best of form just of late. But you've got Glenn Maxwell in there who was um, captain Melbourne Stars. He could take over at the helm for RCB. Um, Faf de Plessis going across. He might fancy captaining RCB as well. Where, where, where would you go if you were in charge of RCB? Which 
player would you appoint as your skipper, Rito? I think it's only a matter of time before RCB announce Faf as their captain, James. And they're one of their opening batsmen. As, and Faf is going to open, I think, for them. That's what Mike hasn't said. Faf has played most of his career as an opener, so he will be at the top of the order. I thought then you said my cousin. I thought, what's your cousin got to do with this? But you said my Kesson, didn't you? Um, one in Duhasaranga, I mean, he's massive. I, that, that, off the back of what Alan said there, I love him as a player, though. He can bat really well. If he, if he can actually get a bit of confidence with the bat, he could really be quite destructive too. So he, he is potentially a very good signing, but there's a lot of pressure on him. And that's one of the things with this IPL, Claire, isn't it? That you come with that big money tag. It's like a Premier League footballer transferring to another club. Um, Jack Grealish going to Man City or whatever. Um, you go with that price tag on your back and you've got to perform to justify the price, haven't you? Well, I mean, it'd be nice if they performed to justify the price, but obviously, like you say, that's the pressure of the situation. And um, I guess coming into a setup like RCB, you just have to fit in and they have to... Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's a massive pressure. Uh, I, I feel it. I think it's a really odd squad. I just, um, yeah, the amount they paid to get Hasaranga in there, and then it just, um, it just feels really disjointed. Looking mm. at the names, it, the it was weird, Claire. I don't know if you were watching when Hasaranga was under the hammer, but it, Hasaranga kind of like dribbled to about two crore or two point four crore or something, and um, the uh, auctioneer was about to. You know, drop the hammer and say gone because everybody seemed to have quietened down and nobody was interested. Then all of a sudden, bang, and he's, he's up to uh, double digits in terms of crore in, in, in his price. It's amazing how just a couple, you know, you only need in an auction, don't you, two people to be really interested and the price goes through the roof. We saw with, I mean, we'll come to it in just a second, Jason Roy, who has been in terrific form in the Pakistan Super League. Only one team was interested. There's only one bid one and he bid. goes for the base mm-hmm. price that he went in for. So it makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. But like, and it's hard to sort of figure out. I mean, I've never, I think I watched a little bit of it last year and I started watching it um, over the weekend. But it is quite fascinating to see, you know, the, the sort of pace that some of them pick up by it and then others like just being totally ignored. So, um, so yeah, it's an interesting process. It is funny because um, I've, I've seen kind of like the behind-the-scenes stuff when they're going into the auction and they've got yeah, – the, the, you see them, they're all sat there with the tablets and the laptops with all of the uh, graphs and uh, and spreadsheets and things on there. And, uh, yeah, I think they even have dry runs on the auction. I don't know how you do that because how do you know what anybody else is going to bid? But you kind of you kind of go through the process of trying to work out who your, your key um, players are and who you want to try and bid for. Um, Claire, start with you again. Your, um, your mark out of 10 for RCB. Seven. Seven for Claire and and. I'll I'll give it a seven as well. I think these these points that I'm giving out are pretty liberal, but seven sounds about right because everyone has holes. Rito, it's a hat trick of sevens. Hat trick of sevens. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil the trend. James is going to go with a six. I'm not particularly impressed by that RCB squad. Um, they need a few of their star players in there to actually live up to the star billing. Mm. Otherwise, it might be uh, yeah, it might be quite ordinary, that side. Uh, and it's gone from being a, a team with the stars. I mean, I suppose, really, they are reliant on their stars like they always have been. That's what RCB have been. And it's not always done them that much good. So um, that's 27 
for RCB, which actually puts them in, in last place so far. Um, thanks for your message, SS98. We'll get to that in just a second, so stay tuned. We'll get to Joffre Archer and his uh, potential impact on this next cycle in just a few minutes' time. Sunrise is Hyderabad. Neil is currently airborne flying to Australia, so we wish him well. If you tune in, um, he's our Sunrisers Hyderabad fan. Um, they retained Kane Williamson, Umran Malik and Abdul Samad in their squad. Um, key purchases at the auction, Washington Sundar, Nicholas Poran going for massive bucks. Um, Natarajan is there, Budmishwar Bud Kumar is there, Priyam Garg's gone back to them. Um, Abhishek Sharma's gone back to them. Kartik Tayagi, who's a young bowler I really like. I think he's, you know, if, he, if his uh, star continues to rise, the next five years could make him a, a, a real star of the IPL. Um, Aidan Markram's there. Marco Janssen's gone across from uh, Mumbai Indians in the auction. Sean Abbott's in their ranks now. Um, Glenn Phillips is in there too. Um, let's start with you, Rito, on Sunrises. How do you see them shaping up? Is anybody in there that surprised you? Do you think they've done well? I think over and large they have done well, but one pick that I particularly want to talk about is Nicholas Puran. How on earth do you pay such a high price for Nicholas Puran? Yes, the man has potential. He has uh, lots of talent, but he doesn't perform consistently to pay upwards of 10 crores, James. I must admit I was surprised. I thought he'd sell. Don't get me wrong, because he's a young talent and he's got, you know, the sky's yeah. the limit, isn't it, in terms of Nicholas Poran. And, like, I mean, I, I, I hate to say it, but I wonder if you buy him to stop somebody else getting him, because if he does come good, he could absolutely dominate the IPL. <laughs> but there's been nothing in recent times, Claire. I mean, I know you're a big Nicholas Poran fan and he's played for Yorkshire, but his recent um, performances in T20 haven't been stellar, have they, really? No, I mean, he played in the Abu Dhabi T10, didn't he? Not this season, just gone the one before and smashed it all over. But I think since then, he hasn't really done very much at all. Um, so, yeah, I was surprised that they really went after him. And obviously, I wish him well. But, um, yeah, it was a little bit bizarre, I think. Um, I mean, he's he's one of those, I guess, like Kasaranga, who they've really chased him, paid the big bucks, and it's all eyes on him to score. To score. I suppose it goes back to what we were saying, Claire, about the price tag and the pressure of the price tag. Some players will puff their checks out and think, well, that's just validation of who I am as a person. I'm mm. going to go out there and show you and actually mean it. Some players will be a bit timid. I, I get the impression with Poran that he might actually quite relish the, the big price tag. I see his personality as maybe being one that... He might live, try and live up to it and, and feel he can. Well, I've seen him, like, um, his potential for if he starts performing uh, for the captaincy role for, like, the West Indies. Because some of his talk, team talks that he gives after, you know, their matches are yeah, really I've, inspirational. I've, yeah, Have I've seen, seen those as well, yeah. Walking I mean, around with a... What's wrong with the beer bottle clinking, you know, congratulations to you and we've yeah. done this well, but we need to do this, yeah. And for a youngster in that team, you know, he's, he seems to, you know, get a lot of respect and he's able to really talk to them and rally the troops kind of thing. So I think that's good, but I wouldn't imagine that's anything like a role that he's going to play in this team. And, I mean, I've got a little list here. It looks like he's going to be the wicketkeeper, so I guess he gets a place, but, I mean, you don't pay all that for a... Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was odd. I mean, obviously, you know, like good luck to him. It's really nice to see him do well. But um, 
yeah, big books on the back of a reputation rather than recent performance. It's reputation plus what he might be rather than what he's really done, isn't it? But I mean, he's an all rounder. He could, you know, we could keep a batsman, isn't he? He goes in there as an all rounder, can bat top order. So we'll see how he goes. How do you see Anand? Um, Yeah, one of the names I didn't mention, Washington Sundar, is in there as well, who I I rate highly. Um, How do you see the Sunrisers going? Well, what's a recurring theme? Lots of holes in this team. You know, one of the things that I wonder about is Kane Williamson has been struggling with elbow injuries. You know, from Indian standpoint, we saw how Sachin Tendulkar changed his game because he had elbow injuries. So I'm curious, you know, how what is the availability of Kane? You're looking at the next five years. Obviously, he is one of the best in the world right now. But yeah. if something happens to Kane, and let's say Kane doesn't play the whole season, who takes over? I mean, maybe Markram at that point, you know, from a batting standpoint, I don't really know whether they have any kind of replacements for Kane, uh, any kind of backups to Kane. Uh, Secondly, I think the bigger question is what's going to happen with the Indian spinner. So, I mean, it looks like the best spinner they got is Shreyas Gopal, right? Uh, I mean, and then everything else is, you know, Washington Sundar is very good, but he's a more defensive spinner. Washington doesn't take back full of wickets. So do they have a wicket-taking Indian spinner and they really don't? And, you know, that's where the question is, would they have been better off also getting somebody like a Zampa or a Adil Rashid or even Imran Tahir? I know Imran Tahir is older, but still, you know, one of the best leggies in the world. So I'm curious why they did not, you know, head that way. But, you know, certainly a lot of holes in here. I think some of the cooler things with this team is Umran Malik. Now, there's a big, huge punt on him as well. But... Bowlers who can bowl 95 and up are very hard to find. So, you know, it's, I'm curious to see how he goes because you've got Umran Malik, you've got Karthik Tyagi, and then you got Bhuvneshwar and Natarajan. So I think they got a decent pace attack from that side and also Marco Jansen sitting as well. So, you know, I'm curious to see how it'll go, but there's lots of holes in there. and They really hope that Kane Williamson is good. On Puran, I go on the other side with you guys. I think he's 27 years old, right on the peak of where he should be. He's either going to make it or break it. So obviously a huge punt. But let's look at his three seasons, right? He had 2020, played 14 matches, 353 runs, 170 strike rate. 2021, 85 runs, 12 matches, 111 strike rate. Which Puran do you get is, is, is going to be the question. But is he destructive? Is he young? Is he... a when you look at the auction and think that you're going to have this team for five years, it's a decent bet. So, you know, I'm curious how he goes, but I'm not as down on Puran as you guys are. I, I mean, the, the kind of flip, agreeing with you now is uh, at the age of 27, if this is a five-year cycle, they've got the best of him, haven't they? They've got his peak years, potentially. So you can see why you'd be tempted to take him on on that basis. Uh, Rita, just finally on, on Sunrises, um, Kartik Toyagi, I've mentioned, um, he's a player that I really like. He's got, again, five years ahead of him, which could be quite explosive. He's got, uh, he's a, re- a bowler that I think could really blossom. Um, Natarajan in their bowling attack as well. Um, they do have a lot of youngsters in there that over the next five years could really mature as SRH players. Yeah, I, even if you look at, they have brought back Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, they have got T Natarajan, so those are two homegrown fast bowlers who, who they know about. And on the batting front, they have bought Rahul Tripathi, who, who has done pretty well for Kolkata. So that's a good pick. And coming back to that Nicholas Puran thing, I think, James, with two new franchises, now the talent is slightly diluting. So we won't, there is a bit of supply and demand mismatch. And so teams will go mad after players who have a lot, a bit of potential to perform in the future. So that's maybe one 
one of the bigger points that a franchise has taken in this auction. Claire, you mark out a 10 for SRH. Seven. Seven for Claire. Anand? 6.5. 6.5 for Anand Rito. Five. I'm going to deduct a point for Nicholas Perron. <laughs> He's a very harsh man, isn't he, Rito? Um, I'm going to go with six. Um, for SRH, I'm not convinced they could be great. If some of those youngsters stand up and really mature over the next five years, they could be fantastic. But I'm going to kind of keep my powder dry before committing to that. So we've got uh, what 13.5, 18.5, is the score for FR SRH, which actually puts them bottom of the four teams so far. and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast then tweet at cricket underscore badger. So look now, Supergiants, one of the new franchises. We're not doing this in alphabetical order at all, are we? Um, we have um, KL Rahul, Ravi Bishnoi and Marcus Stoinis were their picks. Um, you've got the likes of Quinton de Kock in there, Manish Pandey, Jason Holder, Deepak Huda, Krunal Pandya, Mark Ward, Avesh Khan. Some good names in there, Evan Lewis. Um, where do you see them, Rito? How do you see uh, Look Now shaping up in their first incarnation of the IPL? Yeah, their first auction has been a great one for them. Picking up the likes of Quinton de Kock for 675 only, it was a real steal in on the first day. Then Mark Wood, Dushman Chamira, Avish Khan, they have got that pressed pace trial. They can really shake up a lot of batting lineups with that pace line, pace bowling trial. So it's going to be really fun watching them in the upcoming season. Claire, what do you think? Well, I think that um, Jason Holder in the middle of that is, um, is going to be key. I mean, when he... His recent performances, whether it's stepping up with the ball or stepping up with the bat, he'll slot into any side. So I think that's be really exciting to see how he goes. I'm happy for Mark Wood. Um, yeah, just about got a team together there. KL's um, going to be captain, you'd think, wouldn't you? Yeah, you think so, wouldn't you? But um, yeah, well, definitely. I mean, he's so. your he's that's your form, him, didn't they? He's your former captain. Do yeah. you think he's 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 worthy? Because Jason, you could give it to Jason Holder. There's maybe a, um, you know, even Quinton de Kock could give, be given that responsibility, couldn't he? Do you think KL's the standout? Well, I think they've picked him. Um, they, you know, they picked him ahead of the auction for that role. I think so. Mm. I, I guess that's what they had in mind. I mean, I rate Jason Holder the captain, um, but but I think they you know, the way the team set up, it's kind of built it was built around Kale Rahul at the top, wasn't it? So Yeah. Jason yeah. Jason Holder's not a bad right hand man, is he, to have on your on your side. Um Anans, look now, super giants. How do you see love, them? Absolutely love what they've done in the auction. I think this is a very strong team. I think also we're missing out on the fun component of the auction. Huda and Grunal Pandya in the same side. They fought and it's legendary, apparently, you know. Pandya abused Huda and he left the ground and now they play on different teams. So this all happened when they're playing for the domestic team of Baroda. So curious to see how they how they all fit in. And 
And really, they might actually not just be on the same team, but might play and bat with each other. Because, I mean, ideally, you would have Huda at like five and Kronal at six or vice versa, right? So uh, it, it should be interesting to see how they go. But apart from that, I think this team covers all the bases. Bishnoi, you got a gun leggy. You know, obviously, he's a little young, but you have a gun leggy there. With Wood and Jamira, you got that really, you know, high pace. Avesh Khan was a star for the last couple of seasons. He's done well. Uh, and, you know, with Decock. Uh, you know, as as Rita mentioned, I think that's a value pick. That's an absolute value pick. And then you have uh, a Stoinis who I really rate high. So, I mean, this is a great team. I absolutely love what they've done here. You could see, Rito, um, KL Rahul obviously got a load of runs in the last few incarnations. There's been suggestions that maybe he's batted too slowly, but we've. I, th- I think my defence of him would be he knew, he knew he had no middle order with the Punjab Kings, so he had to take the responsibility and be a bit more careful. With this team, I think KL could be freed up a little bit. You've got Quinton de Kopp potentially opening with him. That's an explosive top order, isn't that? Yeah, that's a very explosive top order. But even for, inning, for his innings that he played for Punjab, by the end of the innings, his strike rate was kind of okay for a T20 innings, all the knocks that KL Rahul played. But one thing that strikes me with uh, this Lucknow team is the price that they paid for Jason Holder. Does he really want How much did they pay for him? 875 lakhs, maybe. I'm not sure, sure about such a high price. I'll tell you what, I'd take him. Uh, 100% was- I would take Jason Holder at 8.75, make it 10. You would need him. He can hit, he can bowl, he can swing the ball, absolutely. Uh, okay. I, I think he fits in into the top 11 of the team too. And when he came in for Sunrisers last year, I thought it was great as well. Like he fitted right in, didn't he? And he performed really well. If you look at some of the other players in the auction that have taken the really big money, I think Jason Holder actually comes out as value. Yeah. Yeah, But if you... If you look at his T20 strike rate, it's not something very flashy and his economy rate is also almost touching eight. So if you're looking at an all-rounder, profit all-rounder, you would want him to strike at maybe 150 and keep it at 7.5. That's what I'm thinking. He was really good. I mean, he went, he went for a few runs against Moen Ali in one of the um, T20 internationals against England recently. Mm-hmm. But in a couple of them, he was absolutely unplayable. Um, I think I'll take him. I think eight eight point five or whatever it is is uh, is decent for for him. Um, let's it round up with yeah, and he and he he got a four for with and yeah, he took four in a row as well, didn't he? Um, but in the first T twenty internationally, he got uh, a load for absolutely nothing, didn't he? He was, he was yeah. terrific. Um, look now, then Claire, how look now at look now? How how do you rate them? I'm giving him an eight. An eight from Claire. Good score to start with, Anand. Look, I was getting nine. They've done a great job. Rito. Nine. I thought you were going to say to me there, I'm going to take one off for Jason Holder, but you didn't do. You resisted the temptation. I'm going to give them 8.5. So, uh, yeah, we are quite impressed with Look Now Super Giant. It's going to be good to see how they get on. So that gives them a score of, what, 26, 34.5 out of 40, which puts them as we stand at the moment, in second place in our assessments of the uh, squad so far. Let's go on to the Delhi Capitals. Um, Richard Pant has stayed. Um, Axel Patel, pretty Shaw and Anrik Norkia uh, retained players for Delhi Capitals. They brought in David Warner, Mitch Marsh, the Australian, is in there under Ricky Ponting. Charles Takur has moved to Delhi as well. Called Yadav is in there. Um, Safras Khan, one of the youngsters, is in there too. Who else have they got? Ripple Patel is in there. You've got um, Tim Seifert. Um, Lungi Ungidi is in there as well, Claire. 
Um, Delhi always had a really good bowling attack. I guess that's going to be retained as well. Chitin Sakuraya, one of my favourites of the IPL. He's always smiling. He's yeah. in there and he's got a big future as well. How's, how's got, it right, Delhi? Yeah, they've got Mr. Mustafizur as well. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that. Um, uh, yeah, I like the look of them. I think they've got a really strong-looking squad, um, especially the bowling, like you said. Um, and then... Um, they got Rothman Powell, didn't they, as well? I think yep. so. Um, so, yeah, I would say they've got a really strong squad, definitely. Um, I mean, Rothman Powell was um, either hit or miss against England, but when he was hit, he was hitting it a long way, wasn't he? Yeah, so he's one of them that could have a, you know, a, a real massive impact. You just, you don't know. And like you say, over the this life cycle of his time with them, there's um, big opportunities for him. And he's um, built like a he's built like a boxer, isn't he? He's got massive shoulders. He's got big. He's got muscles on his muscles. Um, he's uh, yeah, powerful unit, Rodman Powell. It'd be interesting to see if he gets his opportunity. I guess as well as an overseas player, he may have to bide his time. But DC have got a good one in him as well. Um, Anand's Delhi Capitals. So I actually think this is one of those squads which has also gone down a little when you compare to last year. They had a much stronger squad then. But again, with the IPL just expanding, maybe they're okay. I like what they did with Warner. Uh, you know, Warner is going to provide the stability which allows Prithvi to go nuts at the top, which he likes to do anyways. Uh, and then, you know, I'm curious whether Mitchell Marsh, after his heroics in the IPL World Cup, can sort of match up to what Stoinis used to provide. And, you know, Mitchell Marsh maybe not more of a finisher, maybe comes up early and maybe can talk the ball around. So, you know, it, it's interesting where they are at, but I think they're still a fairly strong squad. Sarfraz Khan, I think they got him for 20 lakhs or something. Uh, this kid's got talent. Uh, he hasn't you know, he's had a couple of okay IPLs. I think, you know, this is a well... If he comes in at number five with the laps, uh, sweeps, he's a 360-degree player. So I'm curious to see whether he can actually do justice to his talent. He's been, you know, he's been touted for a long time as the next big thing. He hasn't made it happen, but let's see what happens there. Uh, and, you know, the fast bowling resources, I think they lose Rabada, but they bring in a Fizz uh, and they bring in Ngidi. Okay. I think that's, you know, still pretty decent. So I, I, I like the squad. And, you know, you just mentioned Chetan Sakari. I think, you know, 2020 was not very good for for the poor guy. And, you know, I'm really happy that, you know, he's been picked into, into this team. He's doing well. You know, really look forward to him doing well with some of his slowies or whatnot. So feel-good story. Back then it was a feel-good story. And I really hope it's a feel-good story going forward. Yeah, Ch Chetan's one of those guys. He, he's got that backstory, haven't he, of coming rags to riches kind of IPL dream ticket. Um, and as I say, it just looks like he's enjoying it. It looks like he's reveling in it every time you see him play. And he's got plenty of good performances behind him as well. I really like him as a player. Um, yeah, if I'm a Daily Capitals fan, he's one of the first people I'm going to be uh, nodding towards and smiling about. Um, Rito, um, Rishabh Pant's going to be captain again, I think, isn't he? But he's got David Warner in there with him as well as um, yeah, plenty of experience in that squad too. So it, that, that's possibly one of the ways they've gone with that, haven't they? They've got a young, exciting captain, but he's got a, a few lieutenants around him to help him help him through. Yeah, they have got a, quite a few good picks. If you look at David Warner at 625, it's a good pick. Mitchell Marsh, maybe they should ask him to do the same role that he did for Australia in the T20 World Cup, coming at number three and just taunt the bowling. Then Enric Nokia hopefully is fit after the injury in the India series. He is going to be pretty lethal. And Lungin Ngiri, a team cipher, all these two players are their base values are are going to be real value picks. Uh, the fun part of with the Delhi auction was that 
they their owner somehow tried to up the price of Khalil Ahmed again with Mumbai Indians, and then Mumbai backed out, and they had to purchase him. That that was the um the the guy the big guy wasn't it with uh, he seemed to be very very um astute when he was raising his paddle he picked up a couple very cheap and he also bid up a few other players to kind of make you know build up the price for other teams and he got you know there was a period on the first late on on the first day where they got four or five players just straight away you know everybody else had gone to sleep and Delhi Capitals picked up a load of very good players so I think he he was an expert with that paddle his bids were terrific um Claire Delhi Capitals marks out of ten um, eight, eight from Claire Anand. Eight and a half. I think they're just below Lucknow. Uh, Rito. Yeah, seven and a half. Seven and a half. You're not taking off any deductions there for for Delhi. There's nothing that's really upset you. Nah. No. Right. <laughs> okay. That's good. I'm just, I did want to make sure you're happy, Rito. Want to make sure you're happy. Um, I'm going to go with a seven. Um, I think I agree with Anand. I think they may be just gone down a notch from where they were last season. But that could, I, I may change my opinion. After about four or five games, they may be delighting me again. And hopefully that's true. Because I do have a bit of a soft spot for Delhi. I'd love to see them raise the trophy at some stage in the next five years because they've not done it yet. And they've got very close, haven't they, in the last cycle. It'd be nice to see them uh, punching towards the end of the uh, the competition. So that's uh, 16.5, 24, 31 for Delhi Capitals. I'm not quite sure it's that many got that many votes 10 teams now it's quite hard to actually see where they are but uh, 31 is not a bad score out of 40 csk let's move to them we'll come straight to rito because i know you've got a bit of a soft spot for csk rito um jadeja retained Dhoni retained moan ali and gay quad um retained by csk they've got a tapper in there Dwayne bravo and batty Ryadu is back there dipak jahar is in there as well he went for pretty decent money shivam dube is uh, back in there. Dwayne Pretorius is in there. Devon Conway, Mitchell Santner, Adam Milne. Uh, you've got, uh, who else is there? Chris Jordan's gone to uh, CSK as well. Um, I I look at their squad, Rito, and I know they're defending champions, and I know they're one of the massive teams, and I know they've got the biggest support, you know, probably in India. I'm not that impressed by that squad. What about you? Yeah, I think they have tried to retain the core of their previous sites. They they pretty much back their players whole way around. The first pick, eight picks yesterday were probably seven CSK players. So they have tried to replicate the sites, and that's pretty evident from there. So later on today, yeah, today they picked on Chris Jordan for his for a very low price. That was a value pick. Chris Jordan, he has been working on his batting and now he's again back bowling at full pace. Yorker back at the death, death over. So that's a value pick. And then I'll tell you what, Richard, Richard, Chris, Chris Jordan frustrates the hell out of me when I watch him playing for England. He's either fantastic once every four games or he's ordinary. He's really ordinary three out of four games. You quite, never quite know what you're going to get. He can be brilliant. He's got this tag of being one of the best death bowlers in the world. But the amount of times he actually delivers, very hit and miss. Yeah, but in T20 cricket, probably you are asking a player to win you four games out of 14. So that's not such a bad ratio from Chris Jordan then. Yeah, good point. Very good point. Claire, what about you, CSK? Yeah, um, uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys in there who are like, and maybe this is just my lack of knowledge, but who's the pace attack? 
Like I'm not no there's no big sort of name bowlers jumping out at me. I, I mean you've got Dwayne Bravo in there, but he's hardly hardly rapid. Chris <laughs> the Jordan's in there, the he's hardly track. rapid. Um, Adam Milne, oh. yeah, of course he's in there, isn't he? He can Adam be Milne, quite quick. Yeah. Pretorius uh, Dwayne, maybe although all rounder. Yeah, Dwayne Pretorius, he's he's not rapid though, is he? It just not, doesn't seem to be one of those, you know, yeah. like there's a, there's a lot of kind of like medium fast, fast medium at best, aren't there? Yeah. I know, what, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, there's no, there's a how lot of military is, medium, but nobody that's going to knock your head off. How quick is Tushar Deshpande? Deshpande can hit 140s, but he also was a little, uh, he wasn't as accurate. So I think Deshpande can can hit the pace, and you know he he can hit 140s, but he was he was all over the place. I think uh, did he play for Delhi Capitals? I forget last yeah, year. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, but most teams seem to have one of those, even like an overseas, you know, uh, you know, gun bowler, and they just don't seem to have that. So, Deepak um, Chahar, anybody? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with Deepak Chahar. I mean, he's shown what he can do. Obviously, at the top of the order, he's going to you know commence inning off, swing the ball around a little, definitely with those outswingers. And then lately, he's developed his batting. So for the Indian team, he's got a few runs in. So you know, maybe good for a couple of lusty hits towards the end. Well, I think Adam Milne is decent, right? He's got pace. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, okay. he can, he can be disruptive. I mean, you'd imagine he'll play if he's if he's fit. Um, Deepak Chahar, though, Anand, he's. He frustrates me sometimes. He can look quite ordinary at times, and then then all of a sudden he runs in another day and gets four for fourteen or something. It's all about swinging the ball, right? I mean, he and Bhuvneshwar Kumar are sort of similar. Of course, Chahar is much younger, so maybe a little more pace. He needs to be able to swing the ball. If there is any swing, he usually is good for a wicket or two. I mean, you're looking at this team. Doesn't it almost feel if somebody missed the entire 2021 IPL, would they know that this Chennai Super Kings team is any different? Hmm. So okay, Faf isn't there. You're replacing it with Conway and Milne versus Ngiri, but really it's the same team, isn't it? I mean, and the Dad's Army tag—they've got a lot of the old guard back, haven't they? For another five-year cycle, they're going to be—they'll <laughs> be pulling their pensions out and walking on Zimmer frames by the end of this. Well, I wonder whether they're going with the strategy. I mean, this team looks like it's good for the next two years. I mean, and two years is is maybe stretching it too far. Maybe it's good for the next year, for 2022. And then they're saying, okay, Dhoni's going to be gone. Maybe Bravo's gone. Maybe we get some replacements. I mean, that's the only way this this whole thing makes sense. Uh, does, does, does Dhoni play, Anand? Does he, does he keep his place? He has to. Has to. Who else is going to do the job? Who else? Is well, going they'd, to they'd be marching on the Robin stadium if he wasn't in the in the eleven, wouldn't they? They'd be marching on the stadium with uh, with banners and torches, wouldn't they? Uh, Tala's got to play for Chennai. I, I don't see how he's yeah. not going to play. Uh, what I'm curious about is, uh, you know, Raina had once made a comment that if Dhoni is not playing, then maybe I won't play either. Well, Dhoni's still playing. They didn't pick Raina. I mean, yeah. you know, all because he wanted a balcony once. I mean, Raina could have fit in this team because. <laughs> You know, you look at the ages, Raidu 36, Dhoni is what, 40? Uh, Bravo is probably 40. Uh, you know, a lot of older players here. So, you know, Moin Ali is going to play every game and he's going to be a gun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was an expensive team request, wasn't it, for that balcony that um, Suresh Rainer posted? <laughs> Cost him a lot, hasn't it? I think that has. Um, CSK then, let's get the scores on the doors for that, Claire. Um, seven from me. Seven from Claire. Anand. Can I add some confusion in here? I think for the next season, this is an 8.5. Going forward from next season, this is a six. <laughs> so. well, let's call it a seven then. Let's split the difference. Call it a seven. Is that fair? Sure. Rito, what about you? 
Yeah, I agree with Anand. They have just looked at short term, win the championship this year, and then probably release Dhoni and Bravo, and then buy some somebody else. That doesn't give me a number, though, Rito. It's a very good answer, but it doesn't yeah, give me seven. a number. Seven. seven. Seven from you. I'm going to give them a five. I think that's an appalling squad. I, I think they've <laughs> done the worst of all of the franchises myself. I think I'm not a CSK fan anyway, but I think I think that's a. I think CSK are going to really struggle um, over the next uh, incarnation with that also, squad. Also, uh, James, no leg spinner. Yeah. I mean, at least that we know of. They certainly have a few, you know, backups who might be able to bowl leg spin, but there's there's no straight up leg spinner. Yeah, it's an interesting one because leg spin has been the key spin, hasn't it, in, in recent times? You are listening to the Cricket Badger Podcast. Um, I'll tell you what, there's been a couple of messages coming. Let's just go back to them. We're going to get to Mumbai team. I promise you, SS98. We'll get to Mumbai. I'm not going to miss them out. Um, Arjun's song has said, Punjab Kings got the best squad, Claire. Arjun's uh, with you and your franchise there. Punjab Kings, for him, the best squad in IPL 2022. Gujarat Titans, the second of our new um, franchises. Rashid Khan, Hardik Pandya and Shubham Gill were their pre-auction selections. Um, Jason Roy went for a dirt cheap price for them but that is base price which surprised me Lockie Ferguson's in there got a good pace attack Rahul Tuatia um, it, which team's going to get Tuatiaed in 2022 um, Dominic Drakes has been picked up by them you've got um, David Miller is in there Vidamin Sahar is in there Matthew Wade Gurkarik Singh um, it's a kind of middling squad I'd say Rito would you agree? They've got a few good players in there. Rashid Khan's obviously stellar. Yes, Hardik Panji could be stellar. Shubman Gill's a terrific opener. Jason Roy's a great buy. Mohamed Shami is in there too. Um, it could go either way for me, that team. Yeah, the, their squad has got some few, got a few holes in there. They did not have a wicketkeeper till the last round of the auction. Then they picked up three in Wade and two others. Uh-huh. Oh. Saha as well. So they have got a few holes. Their coach is Ashish Nehra and their captain is Hardik Pandya. So you can expect the unexpected from that combination. Going to be interesting, isn't it? It's going to be interesting, Claire, to see how Gujarat get on. It is going to be. I mean, I think it'd be really interesting to see how both the new squads get on. well, I predicted, Claire, where yeah. Knuckle made a comment on our WhatsApp group. He, he, he said that the new ones are going to struggle. I think one of them is going to do really well and the other one might struggle badly. I think Gujarat Titans might be the one that struggles. Yeah, I think looking at it on paper, I think they might be the one that struggles. But I mean, I think, you know, think Lucknow might have a really good season. I think Gujarat might struggle. Yeah, again, I guess as well, they're kind of stitched together rather than any tried and tested combinations. So, um, so yeah, interesting to see how it goes. And, um, yeah. Um, so. I mean, there's a few players in there, Claire. I mean, David Miller, when he yeah. when he's firing in T20, he can be as powerful as anybody, maybe not been quite as consistent, maybe not had as many games as he, as he possibly would have wanted uh, in the last few incarnations of the IPL. There are some good names in there. Tawatia, if Tawatia fires like we've seen him in the past, he's a good spinner, can bowl economical four overs and he can Tawat the ball, Tawatia the ball about, can't he? Um, yeah. Anand, Gujarat. 
Uh, I might pull a Rito here. I might pull a Rito here and give them a negative point for Rahul Tewatia. Now, I like Rahul Tewatia. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong on here. So you, you just can't think... criticize Rahul Tewatia on this podcast. Not allowed. <laughs> this is the Rahul Tewatia podcast, isn't it? Uh, I think, have they picked this by that one game that happened in Sharjah that Rahul Tewatia, you know, just gave us emotional chills just watching that game? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, think... this, he bowls good overs, though, as well. You could bowl him just as a spinner, couldn't you? You could bowl him as a spinner. I don't think he's a great spinner. So he's a good pick. I just think nine crores is a lot for him. I mean, if you yeah. think Jason Roy went for two crores, Rahul Tawadia went for nine crores, that doesn't make sense to me. This Come needs on. to be the other way around. He deserves that paycheck just purely for that one innings. I know Claire, one of Claire's heroes got taken down in that over, but Rahul My Tawadia team got taken down. To, 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 win that, <laughs> to, to win that match from where they were, he deserves nine crores for just that, doesn't he? Uh, how long ago was that, though? 2020? Yeah. yeah. And it, it was, was in Sharjah. Yeah, two seasons ago. He's still yeah. right, dining out on that. <laughs> oh, Claire, if I'd done that, I'd dine out, dine out on that forever. Yeah. Well, you personally, you would, but the whole of the Gujarat Titans I'd, now are dining out. Having said the, that, it's a low bar with me. I'd probably dine out on five not out at the end of the at the end of the innings if I just edged one down the third month for four. Rito, you're desperate <laughs> to come in with something. I don't mind players taking high kicks, but Rahul Tripathia, he is a spinner and India does not have any uh, lacking of spinners. So to pay nine crores for an above-average spinner is a lot, a bit more. I agree with that. And Re- Adil Rashid struggles to get picked up by anybody and he's probably in the top three spinners in the world. And Rahul Tripathia goes for nine crores. That makes no sense to me, that Rita. Yeah, absolutely. Adil Rashid, he was a uh, number one T20 bowler in the world and still he can't find a gig in the IPLs and Rahul Tiwatiya goes for nine crore. Maybe he can strike the ball a bit better than Adil Rashid. I agree with that, but still nine crores. It's what, five crores too many for Tiwatiya. We've got the wrong Rashid if we're calling him the best T20 bowler in the world. Rashid Khan is the best T20 bowler. I said world. top Rashid three. Rashid is not the best T20 I, in the world. I, I said top three in the world in terms top of like sure, sure. I, I'll buy that. I like a deal, and you know, he he. I really think you know some of the teams have missed out on picking picking him out here because I think he would have done well. But don't you look at this team and feel they got into the auction and they had Hardik Pandya, Rashid Khan, and Shubman Gill. That's a great trio. And then it feels like the auction hasn't really gone well with them because it's like, who's doing mirror order batting? Is Hardik Pandya, Vijay Shankar, Matthew Wade? Who's, who's, and you know, Hardik is great. What cricket have they been watching or the IPL in, in, in its entirety been watching to bid... Liam Livingston, nothing, not not knocking Liam Livingston, terrific player, but, but to take him up to eleven crore or whatever it was in the end, um, was it even more than that? Wasn't it? I can't remember. Um, to, but massive figure, for, so. massive figure for Liam Livingston. Jason Roy goes for two crore. Only one team's interested in him. Who's been watching those? Liam Livingston is definitely worth a pick and definitely worth big money. But Jason Roy's been bagging it all over the place when he's on fire. I mean, I know his recent IPL hasn't been terrific, but he, he's he's better than two crore, isn't he? Well, what well, did he do last week? Didn't he get a hundred and a fifty? And you know, yeah, he, he was got, out I mean, for a duck today. Yeah, Second but he got yeah. he got a hundred off. What was it forty eight balls or something ridiculous <laughs> the other day? It was it was a terrific knock. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Gujarat got a very good um, value pick with him. Um, let's uh, get the marks then out of ten for Gujarat Titans, Claire. Um, I'm gonna go for. 
six from Claire. Anand. Six it is. Six from Anand. Rito. A seven. A seven from Rito. Um, I think they are just marginally better than CSK. I'm going to go for a 5.5. So what does that total as a pack? That's uh, 12, 19, 24.5 for the Gujarat Titans, which uh, puts them pretty low down, it has to be said, in terms of uh, where we are with that. Claire's just dropped off. Where's Claire disappeared to? We need to back for the scoring on the remaining games. Here, come, here she comes. We'll add her back to the stream. Oh. She'll reappear in just a second. Um, KKR, Rito, this is your team. Andre Russell, Sunlarine, Nareen, um, Venkatish Ayer, player that I like. Varun Chakravarti in there as well. Four good retentions for um, KKR. Pat Cummins is back at half the price. Beautiful piece of business from KKR as well. Nitish Rana is in there. I like him a lot. Shreyas Ayer is in there too. Um, terrific player. Um, Alex Hales back into T20 action in the IPL too. Sam Billings got picked up at the second time of asking. Tim Southey is in there as well. I quite like the look of KKR, Rito. Would you agree? I'm sure you do. Yeah, I do agree. And I, I agree with the point that Pat Cummins bought him for 15 last season and then released him and again bought him back for seven and a half, something like that. That was a good bit, bit of business from Venky Meiser and team. And probably they paid a bit of premium for Australia. I hear the would-be captain of Kolkata Knight Riders. So, yeah, you can afford that for for the captain. You think Shreyas will I, get the job, do you? Yeah, I think that's the rumour in the circles, James, that he will get the job. I, I, imagine, I, I imagine with Shreya Sawyer, he's, he's got... I, I felt for him when um, he got injured and Richard Punt took over and he didn't get the captaincy back because he, I think he was doing a really good job at Delhi. I think he'll do a good job for KKR as well. Fingers crossed. But but I was just a bit worried about the squad till they picked up Sam Bellings and Alex Hales against Sam and Alex, what, together at 3.5 is a real steal. And looking at Alex Hales, I don't know how the franchise has never bid for him. Maybe... Uh, maybe Owen Morgan have all set them up. Don't bet for him. He's not a good good man, you know. <laughs> I, imagine I, I imagine if Owen Morgan had still been the KKR player, they wouldn't have gone anywhere near Alex Hales. But uh, <laughs> what, what did Alex Hales go for in the end? I missed, to, I missed the, was the end of the auction. What price did he go One for? One and a half crore. Which is Base that's, price. A, that's, a, that's a bargain for a player that can actually win a match on his own from the top of the order. Um, and Ants, hey. um, KKR, how, how do you see them? Deja Vu 2021, isn't it? Most of their team is what they had earlier. I mean, I think uh, Venkatesh Ayer, Varun Chakravarti, Andre Russell, Sareen Narayan, Nitish Rana, uh, Pat Cummins. I think when Mavi was with them. So, I mean, all of these guys were there in 2021. So, hey, if you missed 2021 IPL, you get the same folks here. Uh, you know, I, I think if uh, Morgan didn't like Hales earlier, he's probably not going to like him anymore now. Because it looks like it's a swap. <laughs> Uh, which I think was fine. Morgan has struggled quite a bit, uh, especially against, you know, high pace bowling, that sort of short. He hasn't done well internationally all at the IPL. I, so. I think Owen I mean, Morgan's time is nearly up, I think, in terms of, uh, um, he, he just seems to have lost a little bit of his mojo. Uh, his captaincy is obviously still there, tactically very sound. But in, in terms of England as well, I think it's only a matter of time before Josh Butler takes over at the helm for England. And whether that's before the T20 World Cup or after it. So I think Owen I mean, Morgan, to be honest, He's, he's a pretty noble character. I think if he feels he's not contributing to that side, he'll actually probably stand down before the T20 World Cup. So possibly needs a few runs, doesn't he, before that comes around. Um, Claire, KKR, um, the big man, Andre Russell. They, he's so important, isn't he? I mean, they've got some terrific names in there. 
Um, how do you see them? How do you see them shaping up? Well, Russell and Orion are both, well, obviously that's where they've been retained, aren't they? They're like, um, I bet if you come through the middle, you might see a bit of purple in there. But, they're, they're, they're like the prefects, aren't they? They're, they're kind of the top of the class boys yeah. that are gonna, always going to be um, smiled upon. Yeah, and I think that's part of kind of the fun of the IPL kind of thing is you have these core figures. Um, um, so, and like uh, Alan says, it's got a real same feel to it, but bringing Tim Southey in, hopefully that'll, um, that good, a good uh, combination with Cummings. So, yeah, I think they look like a strong team. I, I think the additions have actually added to them. I think, yeah. yeah, I can see what you're saying about them looking good or looking similar to last season, but I think they've brought in um, a few cherries on top myself. Yeah. Um, last question to you, Rita, before we get the scores, who's going to open? For KKR, because you look at Alex Hales coming, he's a, he's an opener. You got Venkatesh in there as well. Um, you've got um, Ajinki Rahani's in there at the top of the order too, isn't he? I mean, he's probably a number three, I guess as guess as well. But there's a, there's a number of top order Shreyas Ayer, number of top order candidates to be in the top three, and there's probably everybody wants to bat in the top three. And there's more there's, there's more people than three places. Who who who, who is who is your top three from that squad? I think since they have retained Venkatesh Ayer, he must open the batting for KKR and Alex Hales. That's such a good addition. Because I, I mean, Nishi Sharada's in there as well. I mean, he's opened as well in the past in the uh, in the tournament, isn't he? Yeah, he has opened. But I think probably uh, V Ayer, Alex Hales, Shreyas Ayer, and then Nitish Rana and Billings. Then the floaters come in. And again, the... Uh, the buy of Alex Oles has pleased me this season more so because, yes, he struggles against Spinner, but but this season we are hearing that the IPL will be entirely played in Maharashtra, four grounds in Mumbai and one in Pune. So those are all very good batting surfaces and the ball comes on. So that's where Alex Oles is at his most destructive best. Yeah, Alex Hales is a definite plus to that squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of what you think to what he's done in the past and all the rest of it, he's definitely still a fantastic player. Um, I think he really does add a little bit to that uh, KKR squad. Maybe they won't be fifth um, again, Rito, and uh, maybe they might actually get towards the latter stages. Who knows? Um, let's get the scores on the doors for KKR. Rito's not going to respond to that. Um, let's get on the scores on the, my little cheeky comment. Um, Claire, KKR out of 10. Um, I'm going to give him a nine. A nine from Claire. That makes them nearly as good as the Punjab Kings, Claire, in your well, view. Almost. Anand, let's stay in the same order. You've confused me by moving around on the screen now. But to Anand, next you next up with you. I think I'm going to give them a seven and a half. A lot of it depends on Andre Russell. If he's fit and going, then eight and a half. Well, so seven can, and a half for now. As we saw, was it three seasons ago? He can win matches that are just gone on, you know, on his own. If he's, uh, yeah, that tree trunk arms, massive muscles, rust the muss. If he's on fire, it's great to watch. Rito, mark out of 10. And don't say 12. Yeah, James Quickly, James Quickly, one cricketer we haven't talked about in that squad is Jamaica Karunaratri. Maybe uh, Russell won't play all the 16 games probably this season, but still Jamaica Karunaratri can be a replacement for Andre Russell. So 20 for them. You giving them twenty? Did you just say? <laughs> what, what was what was oh, your no. score? <laughs> Nine. Nine. Nine from Rito. I'm gonna. I'm just looking back at my scores that I've given in the past. Let's have a look at this. Um, I think I'm gonna give them the highest I've given so far is eight point five for Look Now. 
I'm going to give them an 8.5 as well. I'm actually really quite um, impressed with the way KKR could potentially shape up as we go into IPL 2022. Mumbai Indians, um, Rohit Sharma, <laughs> Rohit Sharma, Kiran Pollard, Jasprit Bumrah and Surakuma Yadav, the four retentions. That's not a bad um, spine to build around. Um, Ishan Kishan has been bought back at big, big money. But they've brought him back because obviously they've invested a lot in Eshan Kishan and they wanted to get some re- get some return over the next five years for that. Um, Derald Brevis is a name that I think we might see a little bit of in IPL 22. Baby AB, isn't he? Um, in terms of how he approaches the game. Um, a few more in there that we can talk about. Joffre Archer was mentioned by um, SS98 on the question earlier. Won't be featuring in the 2022 edition, but will be uh, back in when he's fully fit hopefully for Joffre and further down the line, Daniel Sams, Tim Al Mills, Tim David, Riley Meredith. Um, you've got some good players. Um, Arjun Tendulkar is still in the, uh, in the fold and um, Fabian Allen in there as well. Um, you, you're happy with that, Alan? So I think this team was also not as talented as the team that we had in the last year. I thought the team didn't really have any holes last year, whereas here you can certainly see a few. So first of all, you lose the Pandyas. Uh, you know, that that certainly hurts. Uh, now they've taken, you know, as usual, Mumbai comes in with some very clear thinking of what they're going to do in the auction. So if you look at it, they just waited throughout the auction and then started really going hard at people that they needed. For example, Ishan Kishan, they wanted a keeper. They went hard at him, certainly paid... A lot of money, but Ishan Kishan might be good. Young player, got a lot of potential. Where I'm curious about is how well will Tim David work out? You look at his you look at his stats, he looks really great. Mm-hmm. Can he come and take over and make that spot that you know Kronal ha- sort of had, although he's not all rounder, but still, you know, will will Tim David come and take over that spot? Also well, as you say, I mean t- Tim David's stats are t- tremendous and when he's on on form, he's a terrific player. Um, I think he could be a really good buy. Yeah, I, I, I certainly think he could be a good buy. It's just that he's brand new. So, you know, again, it goes back to Mumbai's scouting ability, right? That's been announced. That's how they found Bumrah. So the second thing is Dewal Brevis. Is this a, a pick looking forward that's really going to pay off? Is going to pay off right away? I think a lot of what Mumbai has done is going to pay off later. Like Jofra Archer and Bumrah bowling in the last four overs. Please tell me how somebody's going to get a run. Well, it's te- going to be tough. I want to hear Claire's thoughts on this. If you're a batsman, and you are playing Mumbai Indians tomorrow, and you go to sleep at night, and you think you can see Joffre Archer in one eye, and you can see Jasprit Bumrah in the other, you are going to have a sleepless night, aren't you? Well, pretty much, yeah. I mean, not in 2022. You might be sleeping with one eye open. I mean, whatever format you of cricket you're playing in, with those two in your team, you you know, you're starting with a, you've got a head start, aren't you? I mean, Timon Mills is in there as well um, from yeah, England. Nice Daniel Sams is a good player up. too. So they've got a good bowling, you know, a few bowling options there. Obviously, jo- Joffre's not available this year, so they mm. will be having to look uh, further down the list. Uh, is that Riley I mean, Meredith? The, 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 well. the strategy, Rito, that was asked about before, about having Joffre. Um, I can see this strategy being actually, actually a pretty decent one. They've got him on the cheap, a lot cheaper than they would have had to get him if he was going to be available straight away. There's obviously a little bit of doubt about his fitness, but I'm sure he'll bounce back. He's a fit lad and he'll get get over his injury, touch wood. Um, it could be a stroke of genius by Mumbai, couldn't it, to get Jofra for further down the line to link up with Jasperit and what have you? Yeah, I think for this year, they have got Timon Mills for one and a half and Jofra for the next two years for eight. So 
if you're playing for Jofra Archer only nine crores for three years, that's a really good bargain, I think, in this market. I'm really, I'm really pleased for Tim Al as well because I had him on the podcast um, a while back and I know he was talking about unfinished business in the IPL and he wanted to get back into it. He's obviously played in the big bash and um, yeah, if you're watching Tim Al, good luck in uh, for the Mumbai Indians. It's my team, so I can properly support you now. Um, and uh, I think he could do really well. Um, maybe he was I think he'd probably be disappointed with his showings for England in the Caribbean in the in the T20 internationals. He's better than that. And uh, on some pacey tracks in Mumbai, he might be quite a handful. I think so. Tim Al Mills might be one to watch. Um, I'm going to start with you, Anand. Let's give you first dibs on the Mumbai Indians. You can set the tone. They're your team. How many out of ten are you going to give them? I'm going to give them an 8.5 because I think these have been, they have had a clear strategy and I think they've implemented the only question that I have is who's going to take wickets up front and also leg spinners. They have taken two, but they both are restrictive defensive leg spinners. Yeah, agreed. Claire, your second team, Mumbai Indians, how do you rate them? Um, Yeah, eight is how I rate them. Rito. M- maybe when... Oh, are you going to change so, your mind? No, no, I was just going to say, well, I think when um, the... You know, in terms of their performances, once Joffrey's fit, I guess they'd be higher up the list. But and the strategy was right. But um, yeah, I'm giving them an eight. Sticking to my eight. Rito, seven and a half. Seven and a half from Rito. Um, right, I'm going to have to try not to be biased here. James is going to give them. Where have I gone with everybody else? I'm going to give them an eight. I think. They're not quite the top end of my spectrum, but they're getting close in terms of how they've done in the uh, in the auction. So let's run down the scores of where we've got so far. Well, we've finished. Um, Punjab Kings with 35. Somebody write these down for me. Rita, get, you got a pen there? No, Somebody got a pen? Anybody got a pen? Yeah, one sec. I'll do it. Write these down so we can put them in some kind of order. Yeah. Anybody ready? I'm yeah. ready. Right. Oh, are you ready, Anand? Yeah. Okay. Punjab Kings got 35, Anand. Got it. Um, Rajasthan Royals, 30.5. RCB, 27. SRH got 24.5. Lucknow Supergiants, 34.5. Delhi Capital scored 31. CSK got a mere 26, the defending champions. Gujarat Titans, 24.5. KKR scored, oh, I'm not tight, 60.5, 25.5, 33. 34. Which one was the last one, James? KKR got 34. And Mumbai Indians scored 32. So if you could order those for me and then we can read them out in reverse order. Is that possible? Yeah, absolutely. So if we go from 10th to 1st, this is how IPL 2022 is going to finish. And Ambika, you have the honours. So, drum roll, please. <laughs> Starting at the joint ninth place, SRH and Gujarat Titans with 24 and a half. That'll please Neil. They're going to get... Followed up by the Colossus Jazz's CSK at 26. So they're in eighth place. Eighth place. In seventh. Seventh is the Virat Challengers, or the Viratians, the Royal Viratians. So they come in at seventh. We've, we've underplayed them a little bit. Then we sixth. 
come in the Rajasthan Royals with 30 and a half. Fifth. Fifth Kolkata Knight Riders by any chance for Ito? Anand, tell me. No. Actually, it's one of my second favorite teams, Delhi Capitals, 31. Delhi Capitals in fifth. In fourth place. It's the best team of all time. You know, we don't have to give the name, but they're coming fourth with 32 points. Mumbai Indians in fourth. Then third. Comes in Rito. And I think Rito gave 14 to KKR. That's why they're third. Yeah. Well, I think Rito gave them about 28, didn't he? <laughs> Everybody else gave them naught. No, the KKR actually, I think, looking pretty decent. Second place. Second place are the Lucknow Super Giants. Excellent auction strategy there. Yeah, look now, I've done very well. And the winner then of IPL 2022, <laughs> judging by how we've assessed, we've assessed their various squads and their auction strategies, Claire's already celebrating. The party poppers are going. It is an Ambika. The Punjab. I forget the last name of their team because they keep changing it. The, the Queen of the Punjab Kings is uh, with us. Claire Sanderson, you are looking forward to IPL success. Well, there you go. Um, so let's just have, have, see if it all works out how, as good as it looks on paper. Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I always like an IPL auction. As I said at the very start, it's it's different, isn't it? It's something, you know, you see the big money floating around. Um, just one final point um, or one final question. Um, is there anybody that stands out as being somebody that's been missed that was not picked up? Um, and we mentioned Adil Rashid before, Steve Smith went unbought. Anybody that stands out as somebody you feel a bit unlucky, feels a bit unlucky? To me, it's Amit Mishra. Partly because a lot of these teams are missing leg spinners. Indian leg spinner, you can slot him in. You don't have to worry about overseas slots. He would not have gone for that expensive a prize as well. I think Amit Mishra, and if you look at the number of wickets, I think he's right up there. So I think he could have given you a couple of good years. Anybody else? For me, it was a a deal, and you've already mentioned him. So I think he got a deal. I mean, I do think there's two reasons why Adel doesn't get picked up. There's the fact that he's got the Pakistani heritage, which doesn't go down well with the uh, Indian franchises. And there is the uh, the fact that India, um, rightly or wrongly, think they've got bags and bags of spinning talent. But as Dan just said, there's uh, teams that have a bit bereft of leggies, which is a very, very potent weapon, isn't it, in IPL? So, um, yeah. But I, would I, it be I, fair to say about the Pakistani heritage, because Moen gets picked every year. Yeah, yeah. I think I think when I've ever mentioned Adil Rashid in terms of the IPL, I get so many messages. Um, People send me because Adil's made no secret of his support for the Pakistanis in Kashmir and stuff like that. He's been out there and giving out food parcels, uh, and you know he cares a lot about that region. And I don't think that necessarily plays well with the Indian. It it frustrates the hell out of me this India Pakistan thing. They're two wonderful nations, two sets of wonderful people. Just get on, please. Just get on. I just can't understand it. Let's peace and love, everybody. Peace and love. Um, and we should have, I mean, we should have Indians playing in the PSL. We should have Pakistani players playing in the IPL. I know it's not going to happen in the foreseeable because there's so much political baggage around the edges of this, but it does seem a crying shame to me. It really does. Um, I guess, the, uh, some, did Shakib get picked up in the end? No, because no, I was a bit. I think I was a bit miffed about that. I mean, maybe not. You know, I can't stand him. Uh, can't stand him. They him. brought him back. No, they brought him back, and then again he went unsold. I, yeah. I think Shakib. I, I got. I feel quite strongly about match fixing and and all that kind of stuff. And Shakib's history there. I know it's not reporting it and various things, but 
I, I just don't like it. I, I think allowing players to come back into the setup is dangerous. And some of the videos of some of Shaqib's behaviour on the pitch where he's been mm. kicking down stumps and throwing yeah. bats about and, and, and threat, physically almost threatening umpires, that doesn't play well with me either. I've, I'm a kind of terrific player, but I've lost a lot of faith in him as a person, personally. So I'm not particularly distraught that he's not in, involved. Oh, I'm, I mean, I wasn't mm. distraught. I'm just, it was just, you know, like one Do of those players Shaqib. that you'd think... Cool. Back to Shakib, Steve Smith wasn't picked. Uh, obviously, Adil wasn't. Uh, Mujibur Rahman wasn't picked. Imran Tahir wasn't picked. Mujib's interesting, isn't he? Because Mujib at one stage was right up there in terms of... Uh, but I guess, again, in the same way as Adil, he's, he's uh, an overseas spinner that maybe they think they can yeah. do without. With Shamsi as well. Who? Shamsi in the auction. Oh, yeah. Tabray Shamsi. I'm not sure actually. I didn't see his. Oh, name. he was. He was. His base price was yeah, one crore, yeah. and yeah, he he didn't get picked. So did Sandeep Lamichane. So it's weird that a lot of spinners haven't been picked, and mm. I wonder whether they will get picked when somebody gets injured or whatnot. So these mm. watch out for some of these folks to come in. I mean, we saw Adil Rashid come in last year. Mm. So and to be fair to him, Adil didn't have a great time, did he? When he came in, he got he got pumped a little bit. So maybe that doesn't go with doesn't help him too much. But um, it's been terrific to catch up with all three of you because it's been a while since we last spoke. Anand wants to have a final word. I think. Can I ask one question to all of you guys? So so far, CSK, Mumbai, Kolkata, and Rajasthan Royals have won the IPL. Do you think any of the others have a chance? There are six teams, uh, five teams who have not won so far. Well, I, I mean, on the basis of our vote and on the basis of how I assess the squad, I think, look now, I've got a real chance in their maiden IPL. They look pretty strong to me. That'll be my answer. Punjab? Well, the, yeah, I was going to say, you know what my answer will be to that, don't you? Oh, I'm so sorry, Claire. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I? I've said the wrong thing, haven't I? Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> James, I was teeing it up so that I just put it out there so Claire could just tee off on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, you, you, I was right there, but I think James got in there first. But um, Rita, have you got any, any advance on Punjab or Lucknow? Yeah, Lucknow. Their owner is my father's Xbox, so I have to just bag them. Hey, <laughs> we have an in. Um, right, Claire, enjoy this moment. Your team has been voted to finish top. That we've just kind of agreed that look now, all Punjab Kings are going to be the team that are going to be, um, you know, breaking their duck in terms of the IPL. Enjoy it now because once they've lost the first five, you'll be devastated. So make sure you soak up this moment and keep the faith. Yeah, absolutely. I will. Don't you worry. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you know, Johnny Best, though. I mean, well, once we got him, I was like, oh, this is just, you know, it was meant to be. I'll I tell you what, what though, I was, I was surprised that Johnny didn't go higher. I thought Johnny would get mm. bid up at least a couple more crore than he did do. Uh, and they bailed out. At the, you know, Sunrises tried to keep him and then gave up on him, didn't they? Yeah, well, um, I was I th- happy. I was so yeah. happy. I think, I think Johnny is right up there in terms of the best batsman in white ball cricket. I think he was worth uh, two or three more crore at least. I think he's gone relatively cheaply. I mean, I know it's not cheap yeah. by any means, but any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. That's where Nicholas Burren's price just amazes me. I don't know. Besto has done it regularly in the IPL before, and still he only bags what five, five or six crores, something like that. And Nicholas Brown breaks the rule. Yeah, well, uh, Johnny Besto, let's face it, he has to fight to get a place in the England yeah. team, doesn't he? I mean, you know, this... on, the, on the basis, then played nearly double for Nicholas Brown than Johnny Besto went for in the end. 
it's that seems a little bit strange for sunrises for me. It really, it really does. But we're going back in. We're going back about forty minutes and going back into yeah, the sunrise. Yeah. We're going to have to finish this discussion at some stage. Um, it's going to be great, though, isn't it? The IPL, ten teams this time, uh, and all of these questions that we've got that we're not quite sure how these teams are going to stack up, which 11s they're going to play, which four of the overseas players are going to be in those first 11s and uh, how they're going to actually perform when they get on that green stuff. It is going to be really, really interesting. We yet to get the fixtures out. The IPL never get the fixtures out more than about two days before the first game starts. Um, so they, they almost get to the stage where they have the opening ceremony and, and release the fixtures with that, don't they? It gets that close. <laughs> but uh, can't wait for that to come out. And of course, on the uh, Cricket Badger podcast, we'll be covering the IPL throughout. Whether it'll be daily or whether it'll be maybe two or three times a week, we'll see as we go through it. But uh, can't wait. Can't wait, Claire, Anand and Rito. Thank you very much for joining me today. Good to see all three of you because it's been a while since our IPL gang has been together. And I look forward to joining up with you to talk about IPL 2022 when it gets underway. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, we will talk to you very soon. This is podcast, by the way, Cricket Badger podcast number 499. Tomorrow on Valentine's Day number 500 will come out so uh, we've squeezed this one in to make tomorrow's number 500 so thank you for joining me and we'll talk to you very soon indeed cheers all sports social podcast network